today we are going to we will try <clears throat> to wind up the fourth chapter transcendental knowledge of the bhagavad gita so in the previous session we covered a very important verse without which it is not possible to begin one spiritual life or realize the transcendental knowledge and that shloka was tad vidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshyanti te gyanam gyaninas tatvadarshina so to summarize whatever we have read in the fourth chapter so far transcendental knowledge lord krishna explained to arjuna that all the works should be done for sacrifice yajyarthat karmano anyatra lokoyam karmabandhana now this could have been a revelation for most of us because we have been taught to work in order to have self enjoyment enjoy sense objects however in order to have happiness we don't require to assimilate sense objects for our self enjoyment rather the results of the work should be offered for the satisfaction of krishna so all the offering all the yagya all the sacrifice that we can do is classified we saw in previous classes depending upon the social spiritual situation of the living entity in various categories there is sacrifice of hearing process brahmacharis there is sacrifice of the sense objects by the grahasthas and there is sacrifice of uh, material ingredients there is sacrifice of the breathing process pranayam there is sacrifice of the activities of the senses the patanjali the yoga process ashtanga yoga process there is sacrifice of penance just like now we are observing chaturmasya so in these four months it would rain very heavily ordinarily sanyasis are supposed to travel far and wide to preach and in these four months because it rains so they cannot travel so when they are not able to travel then they stay at one place during the rainy season they are called chaturmasya the four months and then wherever the sanyasis are staying they would stay in some local house and then they would assemble all the people all the villagers all the people in the locality and then they would preach krishna consciousness and they would listen and very very strict vows are supposed to be observed by a person in uh, i request uh, please pose the questions after the session because many questions may get answered and the questions which we discuss they should mainly be connected to the topic because there are endless questions we can just keep on this thing and if we hear the topic nicely we will get some questions if you are not having questions connected to the topic it means either we are not able to assimilate we are not able to understand or could be because of inattention also at times so try to ask questions related to the session and those questions will come after the session is over uh so please post once we have uh, discussed the subject matter we have chanted the holy name and yes if after that we have done the relevant inquiries about the session if there are some other questions that also you can post not an issue so during these four months of chaturmasya the rainy season the sanyasis would stay at one place and very very rigorous austerities they put perform along with preaching to the local people and the austerities are like you don't have to shave your beard you have to 
not use your hands for eating sometimes the food is just strewn on the floor and they would directly eat it without using the hands and nothing should be eaten for one sense gratification very very simple food stuff and so many other austerities are there for chaturmasya like this various austerities people performed in vedic culture and the purpose of this austerity could be the enjoyment of senses it could be the it could be the knowledge of self or it could be devotional service to krishna but tapasya is very important so people do tapo yagya people do gyan yagya swadhyaya yagya reading the scriptures literatures that is also sacrifice so like this people engage in various sacrifices and all these sacrifices can be classified in two categories lord krishna explains the sacrifice of material possessions and sacrifice for transcendental knowledge sacrifice of transcendental knowledge is spiritual activity and sacrifice of material possessions may be spiritual may be material activity if i am sacrificing my property my wealth my possessions my resources my belongings so that i can enjoy very nice next life and there is a law if you give some money shrimad bhagavatam mentions to an unqualified person the same money would come back to you your money is not nobody can steal your money away from you so if you have given to somebody the same money would be returned in next life given to unqualified person and uh, uh, not just return if the other person does not give that money to you in this life then next life he has to return it four times and you also have taken some money you have to give it back you cannot keep it but if in this life you are not able to return next life four times you have to give it back <clears throat> so this is the law of nature and if you give to a brahmana who is qualified then your money can return back uh, depending upon the qualification of brahmana if brahmana is qualified maybe 10 times more qualified 20 50 times or up to 100 times so that is why the charity was done to the brahmanas because the brahmanas are in knowledge they know how to use this money properly for krishna service and all the wealth is supposed to be owned by the brahmanas who are the representatives of krishna they will not hold anything for themselves but they will use everything in krishna service suppose they get a lot of money not that the brahmanas would enjoy eventually brahmanas started enjoying so brahmanas became shudras and the culture got lost so brahmanas will have money they somebody is coming and giving lakhs of rupees they would take it and then they would organize a very large festival and then uh spent everything in the festival feasting all the arrangements and spent the money in krishna service so in this way if you give to a brahmana your money comes back depending upon the qualification of brahmana if you give to vaishnava devotee of krishna then money comes back un- in unlimited proportions and the person makes his spiritual life successful goes back to godhead so this is how the money uh just like in bank in various kinds of deposits we have returns so laws of nature also define what kind of returns you are going to have so some people they sacrifice the material possessions in order to have it many folds in the next life so if for this interest they are doing sacrifice then such sacrifices are material activity however devotees as we also discussed sacrifice the material possessions in the service of krishna then such 
dravya yajna dravima yajna sacrifice of material possessions becomes a spiritual activity but the purpose of all the activities whether you sacrifice your material possessions or your sacrifice is for knowledge is ultimately to realize the knowledge of self the knowledge of god and to have this knowledge the very simple direct process is given by lord krishna tad vidhi pranipatena pari prashnena sevaya upadikshanti te gyanam gyaninas tatvadarshinah you may keep on doing tapasya penance or dravyamaya gyan keep on doing charity it may take a very very long time unless you are able to find a spiritual master and ultimately you have to find a spiritual master brahmand bhramite kono bhagyavan jeev guru krishna kripaye pai bhakti lata bij so shri chatanya charitamrita mentions living entities doing these activities life after life the sacrifice starts with material possessions okay let me do some good work just like when people become very rich they have enjoyed the senses nicely name fame but still they are not satisfied so they start sacrificing so that is called charitable activity or dravya yagna just like today we see the richest people of the world they are pledging 50% 90% of their wealth or 99% of their wealth so this is also sacrifice they have sacrificed they could have enjoyed all the money but no they chose to sacrifice by this sacrifice eventually they will come to the platform of uh doing penance tapo ma yagya and then more purification they will come to knowledge and uh, in this way after so much sacrifices gradual progress progression of sacrifices he will realize the importance of sense control and life after life once he is sufficiently purified he is ready to get liberated from the cycle of birth and death then such a soul is able to meet a spiritual master and then what he is supposed to do with spiritual master pranipatena surrender completely 100% spiritual master tells you lift your left hand you lift your left hand he tells lift your left finger lift your left finger spiritual master tells to eat you eat master tells you eat this you eat that he tells you do not eat you do not eat he may give logical instructions you follow he may give illogical instructions that also you follow just like the example is there of lord chatanya mahaprabhu so lord chatanya mahaprabhu was uh visiting south indian sri rangam temple and chatanya mahaprabhu when he went there he saw brahmana as i had explained this story before to you also but it's very very instructive so chatanya mahaprabhu saw this brahmana he was reading bhagavad gita upside down and everyone would make fun of him and they would ask what are you reading brahmana because they knowing knowing that the brahmana was illiterate and chatanya mahaprabhu also asked brahmana what are you reading and brahmana realized this person is not making fun of me he is genuinely asking so you told i am reading bhagavad gita but actually i do not know how to read bhagavad gita so i am simply trying oh, why you are doing like that because my spiritual master has ordered me to read bhagavad gita every day so chatanya mahaprabhu was very much pleased by this attitude this person is illiterate and suppose we are illiterate and spiritual master tells us so you should read bhagavad gita every day or suppose there is some chinese bhagavad gita arabic bhagavad gita and we are told to read that bhagavad gita every day it does not make any sense an ordinary person may think what spiritual master instruction is given he does not know his disciple that i do not know the language why such an instruction is given but 
an actual student he has complete faith in the spiritual master even though i cannot read this language but my spiritual master has told me to read so i will read because simply having strong faith in the spiritual master and krishna is the secret of success for advancement in spiritual life so this brahmana did not speculate and think in the wrong way about his spiritual master but he tried to follow very sincerely the instruction and then chatan mahaprabhu told oh so it's okay that you are trying to read that is very nice but why you are crying because you cannot read so brahmana told when i see lord krishna and this picture which is there on the cover of bhagavad gita that the supreme personality of godhead the owner of the three worlds he has become servant of his devotee then i am feeling some emotions in the heart and thus i am crying seeing this wonderful reciprocation of lord towards his devotee and chatanya mahaprabhu became very pleased he told you have realized bhagavad gita so even by reading bhagavad gita very very nicely a person may not understand but if a person has such strong faith in spiritual master that spiritual master apparently has given an illogical instruction but i want to follow this instruction very nicely so this is the secret of success of spiritual life and he was able to ultimately from all the vedas from bhagavad gita what has to be known uh, that lord krishna will explain today we will see in the verse that all the living entities we are part and parcel of krishna and uh, we have eternal relationship with krishna and that person was able to understand this simply because he tried to follow his spiritual master very very sincerely so all the processes of various yagyas their end is ultimately to get transcendental spiritual knowledge and if a person surrenders to spiritual master he can shortcut the entire process and make his life successful in this very birth simply by following such a pure devotee and uh, it should not be blind search you can ask questions surrender ask questions and then engage in service of that spiritual master pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya by this process the spiritual knowledge is revealed to the disciple then lord krishna what he is going to tell further let us see now so what is this knowledge we understood spiritual uh, knowledge will be given by tatvadarshina a pure devotee spiritual master when a sincere person engages in his service and in all humility he puts forth inquiries by completely surrendering himself then upadekshanti te gyanam the spiritual knowledge is revealed so what is that knowledge which is revealed that lord krishna explains here text number 35 chapter 4 yajgyatva na punarmoham evam yasyasi pandava yena bhutanya sheshane drakshyasyatmani athomai and when you have thus learned the truth you will know that all living beings are but part of me and that they are in me and are mine so when a person has learned the truth from a spiritual master what would be the result what has he what has he known actually lord krishna is explaining you will know that all living beings are but part of me drakshyasi atmani atho mai mai means they are mine 
they are in me and are mine lord krishna is not telling drakshyasi aham he will realize that i am lord krishna no atho mai they are mine unfortunately people wrongly understand the scriptures and they present the understanding that we are same as god god is only existing in different form and they tell there is something called daridra narayan seva narayan has become daridra why you are going to the temple to serve see the narayan is lying there loitering on the street as a beggar you engage in the service of beggar and that is narayan seva and then same sanyasis they tell that no spiritual life and material life uh they are completely different things food is matter whatever food you want you eat there is no relation between the food that you eat and your spiritual life because matter and spirit are different and then such people they also support meat eating and they are also a little famous in our country so very very unfortunate so prabhupada told them you are telling daridra narayan do save of you are seeing narayan in uh, some beggar or a wretched person outside on the street who is suffering that is all right but if you believe in this philosophy then why don't you do goat narayan seva why you are killing the poor goat in goat you are not seeing narayan so if narayan has taken all these forms of goat cats dogs poor man rich man why you are only fond of serving the poor man and why you are not serving that goat rather you are killing the goat so this is hypocrisy so such people have no spiritual realization and uh, just to get sentimental people who are not very intelligent and to appease the masses and have some following they put forth such philosophies so there is no substance in such philosophy because one side you are telling that is narayan poor man is narayan he is suffering let me help him another narayan in the form of goat you are killing so this philosophy does not make make any sense however there are some people sarvabhuta hite rataha they tell everyone is narayan so i'll be engaging in the service of all the living entities i will uh, not kill animals i will neither harm hurt human beings but then this philosophy also is dangerous because they tell everyone is narayan so that philosophy is not approved by bhagavad gita in bhagavad gita we can very clearly see in this verse and many other verses also krishna tells mamay vansho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatanah this philosophy has greatly plagued the country which is called the philosophy of impersonalism in this philosophy they tell god is not a person god is simply an energy and that energy takes different forms so all these forms are actually forms of god that you are seeing around you so you can imagine that energy in any form you can imagine that energy has taken the form of shiva that energy has taken the form of durga ganesha surya and any form because you have to attach yourself to that spiritual energy and attachment without form is not possible for us so you can imagine any form and once you are spiritually advanced realize that you are not the body then you can give up that worship you can give up your guru also so this is very dangerous philosophy and not approved by bhagavad gita lord krishna tells in bhagavad gita mama evansho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatanah mam eva anshah you are my ansha means part krishna is not telling you are me only krishna is telling you are my ansha mam ev ansha jeev loke all the living entities of this world sanatanah sanatan means eternally always you are always a part you will always a part of me you can never merge people tell we have to go and merge in god krishna is telling not possible 
ममयवांशो जीवलोके जीवभूत सनातन अंशा यू विल ऑलवेज रिमेन माई अंशा मर्जिंग समटाइम्स इज मिस अंडरस्टूड बाई पीपल as uh, shila prabhupad gives example you see an airplane is flying high in the sky in the day time after some time we feel that the airplane has merged in the sky it has not merged it maintains its individual individuality we are not able to see parrot is there it is it has gone and it has entered some bush or some tree because of the green color it appears the parrot has merged with the tree but it is not merged it maintains its individuality even the small molecules the water droplets so many molecules are there they maintain their individuality although it appears like a collective water they are merged they are together but they have their individuality in a similar fashion living entity may appear to be merged just like an airplane in the sky or a parrot in the tree but they maintain their individuality and that is asserted by lord krishna and all the seers of truth in bhagavad gita natvevaham jatu nasam natvam neme janadipa भविष्य इन फ्यूचर ऑल्सो देर वोट एवर बी अम दैट वी वुड स्टॉप एक्सिस्टिंग सर्वे वयम वयम मीन प्लूरल इन संस्कृत there is singularity duality and plurality and uh, krishna is telling sarve vayam aham avam vayam atah param we are eternal so we will always exist in future also so this individuality is not going to get finished nobody was ever merged in god nobody is ever going to merge again in god we were always individuals we are individuals we will be individuals in future we will be anshas lord krishna tells again and in this shloka again lord krishna is asserting the same fact when you have realized a perfect truth in this way by surrendering serving asking a bona fide spiritual master you will know that all living entities are but part of me drakshyasi atmani atho mai they are in me and they are mine <coughs> just like we the spirit soul as they are there so we can understand everything prabhupada tells by understanding yourself you can understand god because you are sample of god small ansha of god so we are spiritual spark within this body and that spiritual spark spreads itself in the form of spiritual and when it is in the material world material energy so this material energy it is our energy we can lift our hand we can take it up we can bring it down and the soul expands itself as this material body when it goes to spiritual world it expands itself as spiritual body and although the soul is one but when it expand expand itself in this body or some other body in some other life this body is also composed of various other living entities small living entities each cell of the body is having life and uh, there is metabolism of the cell there is cell growth there is cell division just like uh, we produce young ones the cells also produce young cells and then there is decay and there is death of the cell same cycle what we undergo birth growth maintenance reproduction dwindling and vanishing a cell also small living entity goes through the same cycle and all these cells they are situated in my energy they are situated in me 
in a similar fashion krishna also expands himself as spiritual and material energy the liberated souls are situated in krishna's spiritual energy and we conditioned souls of this material world are situated in krishna's material energy but everyone is situated in krishna always we are we are that is the meaning of they are in me and are mine we always belong to krishna <clears throat> so thus we should read bhagavad gita very nicely and not get attracted or allured by a philosophy which tells you are only god although that philosophy is appealing to us conditioned souls because we have come here to become god we are in competition to become the greatest we want to become center of attraction but if we are seeking true knowledge we should reach the authorized scriptures and in scriptures such a philosophy is never given any weightage let us see the next verse api ched asi papebhya sarvebhya prapakrittamah sarvam gyana plave naiva rajinam santarishyasi api ched asi papebhya even if you are considered to be most sinful of all sinners when you are situated in the boat of transcendental knowledge you will be able to cross over the material of over the ocean of miseries all the miseries are because of sinful life as we have discussed before the laws of nature we break so even if you are considered to be the most sinful of all sinners <clears throat> when you are situated on the boat of transcendental knowledge you will be able to cross over the ocean of miseries let us see next shloka then i will explain this one एक्टिविटीज so the material activities produce various reactions some reactions are good others are bad so actually so called good reactions are also bad because those actions keep us back in the material world although we are given some facilities for enjoyment of senses however the miseries remain as it is birth old age disease and death recently one of the top ips officers who was also governor of couple of provinces he could not continue his life and committed suicide and uh, purportedly he has admitted in his note that i was suffering because of bad health and similar statement was made by another bureaucrat who was very very powerful in karnataka and some of our devotees were in touch with him he helped us a lot in uh, various activities and then he was in delhi because bureaucrats eventually some of them they moved there and we also started our activities in delhi so he called one of the senior devotees that prabhu next time if you are coming to delhi uh, it will be very nice if you can grace our house with your visit so prabhu told okay yeah he is a good person devotee let me go and meet so uh, the prabhu went and met that person and that person he sat next to prabhu he held his hand and he told can you please pray for me krishna will listen to you soon please pray for me that i don't continue 
longer in this life so prabhu told oh, why you are telling like that and you are in a good position you are a good man you have lived a righteous life you have been so very much powerful you are in good position why you are telling like this that you don't wish to continue longer in this body so then he explained that how much he was suffering from various diseases there was some pain in the back and there is some chronic ulcer and there are so many other things and although he has good wife uh, and good children it is all right which is also difficult combination but somehow the health is so bad in old age he doesn't wish to continue i don't wish to live any long please let me die please pray to krishna so this old age is very very uh, pathetic situation the more a person enjoys in his youthhood especially sex life so it is told in bhagavatam in other places that a person who enjoys unlimited unrestricted sex pleasure his old age is very very pathetic and he dies a miserable death so these things people do not know so then this person he told that please pray for my death and the other person we have read in the news he himself succumbed to death committed suicide he could not tolerate bad health very powerful person director of the very powerful institution of the country and people can just aspire for this success and somehow he was not satisfied so what is the use of these materialistic pursuits this is called transcendental knowledge so so called good activities definitely he had done good activities in previous life that is why he was able to become director of such big institution and then governor and then so many things but despite all these good activities janma mrityu jara vyadhi these things will always continue to exist birth is a misery old age is a misery diseases are miserable and death is great misery so that is why we have to get rid of good activities and bad activities as well so less intelligent people want to be good in this world and not to be bad a real knowledgeable person he neither wants to be good or bad he wants to be devotee transcendental he can give up so called good activities also just like the gopis gave up good activities in the service of krishna maharaj yudhishthir was supposed to give up good activities of always being truthful but he did not give up did not obey krishna obey did not obey krishna's instructions to tell lie on the battlefield then he was given punishment to see hell why you didn't obey my instruction i am the creator i am the uh, giver of all the codes of law and you want to stick to those laws when law maker is directly giving you some instructions you are supposed to follow that so yudhishthir maharaj is pure devotee of krishna but by their example they want to give us the teaching that when supreme law maker is telling something that is law dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam the instructions of god are called dharma if you are not following the instructions directly then you are adharmi that is why the conclusion of bhagavad gita is sarva dharman parityajya forget all the religious codes conducts duties whatever are mentioned maam ekam sharanam raja surrender completely unto me so that is why we have to give up good activities if krishna wants we have to give up bad activities also if krishna wants we need to do activities only which are pleasing to the supreme personality of god at this is called sarva dharman parityajya forget all good and bad that you have created in this material world just surrender unto me completely 
So neither good nor bad because good activities also ultimately are not able to solve the four main problems of material existence. So this blazing as blazing fire turns firewood to ashes. The fire of knowledge burns to ashes all reactions of material activities. Even if you are considered the previous shloka told the greatest of the sinners, you are suffering, you are going to suffer in future very, very miserably. But if you are having transcendental knowledge, then immediately you are relieved. So some people are not able to understand. So just like one of our devotees, he was doing book distribution and he met a person who was on a job hunt. So he asked, so Bhagavad Gita solves all the problems of life because that is how they preach. Yes, Bhagavad Gita will solve all the problems of life. And then he asked, so I'm looking for a job. So how Bhagavad Gita will help me to find my job problem, to solve my job, job problem? So then this devotee was a little new in book distribution. He could not give a proper answer. Then he asked me, so how Bhagavad Gita can solve all the problems of life? I may have this problem, that problem. So many fields of problems are there. So the beautiful example is given in the scriptures. And Srila Prabhupada explains, just like a man who is loitering on the street, suffering, hungry, you may take some sympathy with the person and help him with some money, with some clothes or with some food. That is called good work. But this kind of work is not solution of the problems of that person. Again, he'll become hungry and his suffering will continue to exist. You cannot help anybody eternally here. So what is the best service? The best service is take that person. He has got a rich father. Take that person to his father. His father is a rich man. He need not struggle for all these wants. Simply, if he lives his father obediently, then all his problems are solved. So this is what is transcendental knowledge. Drakshyasi Atmani Athomai. When we have this knowledge, immediately we will realize I belong to Krishna. Mai. Krishna is telling you are mine. Mama Ivansha, you are my Ansha. Just like the child is Ansha of father. The child belongs to father. You are my child, my son. And the father is willing to give all the property to his child. Rather, father may live in a humble situation, but he is willing to offer all the comforts to his child. But the child should be obedient to the father, live with father, not leave the father. This is the only expectation of father. In a similar fashion, Krishna has declared, what is this transcendental knowledge which you receive from spiritual master? This knowledge is all of us belong to Krishna. Mai, Krishna is declaring you are mine. So if I belong to God, I am eternal son of God. God is having all the powers of this world, all the richness, all the opulence of this world is controlled by God. And God is willing to offer me all these things as inheritance. So I simply need to connect back, revive my memory of my relationship with my father, Supreme Lord, and start acting in that relationship. If I am a son of this rich man, let me act as son. If I am daughter of rich man, let me act as daughter. If I am wife of a rich man, let me act as obedient wife. Anybody who is connected to a rich man in these relationships, he will automatically enjoy all the richness and property. Similarly, Krishna is Satchidananda, Krishna is Sat, Krishna is eternal, Krishna is Chit, full of knowledge, and Ananda, Krishna is full of pleasure. So anybody who comes in contact with Krishna, he starts acting in his relationship, eternal relationship, which we forget now in this body then that living entity also becomes eternal, also becomes full of knowledge and full of bliss. A person who has money can only give money. 
and krishna is sachidananda he is eternal full of knowledge and full of bliss so all these offerings are given to the living entity we have all these offerings but we have forgotten so we have to realize it simply that i belong to krishna so krishna is willing to offer me everything the living entity is liberated living entities they get sarupya mukti the same form same beauty as krishna they get sarshti mukti <clears throat> they become equally opulent as that of krishna they have same opulence they have same power rather sometimes krishna gives more power to his devotees than what he has yashoda she is binding krishna with ropes so supreme personality is being controlled by a living entity arjuna is directing krishna take my chariot left right forward in the middle so sometimes krishna agrees to get controlled even by his devotees what to speak of equal power he gives greater power so this is spiritual knowledge so that is why just in one go all the problems are completely solved by the mercy of spiritual master we execute the devotional process nicely and when he is merciful when krishna is merciful this knowledge it doesn't remain just theory but this knowledge is awakened in the heart practically a person realizes i am part and parcel of krishna and then immediately all his problems are solved so this is how bhagavad gita helps us to solve all the problems of life we need not go for some temporary solutions for this particular life and death will come take everything away but rather we have to simply realize my father is there he is eternal i am also eternal i need not die over and over again simply i have to revive this transcendental knowledge revive my relationship with the unique with my unique father my eternal father the supreme lord however lord krishna mentions nahi gyanena sadisham pavitram iha vidyate tasvayam yoga samsiddha kalena atmani vindati in this world there is nothing so sublime as pure and as transcendental knowledge such knowledge is the mature fruit of all mysticism and one who has achieved this enjoys the self within himself in due course of time naturally when you know that this person is your relative then you are able to enjoy so much with that person you may meet anybody who is going to become your future relative but you may not enjoy so much unless the relationship is established similarly we have to reestablish or revive the relationship which we have with god now we have forgotten so we don't en- enjoy any pleasure but when this knowledge is revived knowledge of my relationship with krishna i belong to krishna then the living entity enjoys the self within himself in due course of time there is no need of any other enjoyment but what is the qualification lord krishna mentions श्रद्धावालभते ज्ञानम तत्परसंयतेन्द्रिय ज्ञानम लब्ध्वा परां शातिम अचिरेणादिगछति a faithful man who is absorbed in transcendental knowledge and who subdues his senses quickly attains a supreme spiritual peace so actually we are looking for that supreme spiritual peace that is attained by a person who is absorbed in transcendental knowledge but a person should be faithful for this so this faith is very very important criteria and as we have seen before ultimately from all the processes this faith has to be increased so if a person is faithful he is absorbed in transcendental knowledge then he can attain supreme spiritual peace so somebody may ask then uh what is this faith 
this faith we read everywhere we have to be faithful we have to be faithful what does it mean that i am faithful yes i have faith in krishna and every sunday or every ekadashi or maybe every day i visit god or i have god in my own place i see him i bathe him every day i offer him something to eat so i am having faith in god and i am engaged in service of god but then i don't get this peace i am still disturbed in life so how do we understand what is this faith what is this faithful man so this definition of faith is given in uh, shri chaitanya charitamrita shraddha faith is defined as shraddha in sanskrit shraddha shabde sudrid vishwas hoye krishna bhakti kaile sarva karm krit hoye so prabhupad asked his disciples this question so what does it mean having faith in krishna so disciples asked disciples told that prabhupad faith means having faith that krishna is supreme personality of godhead prabhupad told you have faith or you do not have faith krishna will remain supreme personality of godhead so what is the meaning of having faith so then devotees told no faith means krishna is a person krishna is a personality krishna is a person he will always remain a person what is the meaning of this faith so then prabhupad gave this definition of faith from shri chaitanya charitamrita krishna bhakti kaile sarva karm krit hoye shraddha shabde sudrid vishwas hoye when a person is having very strong conviction conviction in what krishna bhakti kaile if i engage in service of krishna sarva karm krit hoye then all the duties are successfully performed this is called faith and people tell uh, no i have to do all these duties then i will surrender to krishna in old age just like if you chant more number of rounds some of your friends and relatives can point out now you are supposed to do this task and then this devotional service to take up later maybe in old age and we are also faithful but not this much that this much time we should spend so this is not faith faith means krishna bhakti kaile if i am engaged in the service of krishna all the duties are automatically performed sarva karma krit hoy i need not do anything else this is called faith as long as a person is not on this platform he is not called a faithful man and his spiritual life does not begin does not start spiritual life starts from this point only service of krishna sarva karma krit hoy then everything is successful if so called duties are in alignment with krishna seva i can pick up those duties and if those so called duties are against krishna service i will give up those duties just like the injunction is there in the scripture so scriptures are very important sometimes the situation can be that a son is there and the father is being attacked in front of the child and the father can die so what a son should do and the son knows if i go to save my father i will be killed so should the son think let me save myself let me take care of my family members because father is anyway going to die or should he think let me grow strong and uh, tomorrow when i grow up i become powerful i'll take revenge with these people i'll kill them later or now somehow you should try to protect even though he is not he knows he'll not be able to protect what is the course of action which should be taken so logically speaking a person cannot come to proper conclusion or he may come to wrong conclusion that okay at least uh, only two people are there in the house family has to be taken care so son should uh, try to protect himself at least to take care of family but the vedas tell no this is not the law son will suffer like that if he takes such a decision 
If the father is being attacked, son has to lay down his life before anything happens to the father, even though his death is sure. Similarly, Kshatriya. Kshatriya knows I am going to die, but he is never expected to leave and show his back to the enemy. He should take the blow on his chest. If a Kshatriya dies in this way, then next life he is promoted to heavenly planets. So we should not just see the results of this life because we are eternal. In this life, we may lose something. Next life, the gain is going to be great if we follow the laws. So thus the law is, if uh, the son is there before the father, then he is supposed to lay down his life before anything happens to the father. So this is duty of a son. But if we see the example of a great devotee, Prahlad Maharaj, who is one of the greatest authorities of spiritual knowledge, Prahlad Maharaj, again his father is being attacked and beaten very badly. He is going to be killed and he is eventually killed. But Prahlad did not take any action. What to speak of fighting with the killer of his father? Prahlad Maharaj is standing with a garland in his hands. And then he is telling that Modate sarpahatya. My dear Lord, please don't become angry. You please give up your anger. Even the saintly persons are happy when a snake or scorpion is killed. So my father was like a snake or scorpion. Without any reason, he was envious of everyone. So that is why nobody is uh, uh, unhappy because of this death. Please give up your anger. So he's calling like that his father. And he's garlanding the killer of his father. He's going against the rule of the scriptures. This is called Sarv Dharman Parityajya Maamekam Sharanam Raja. This is totally against Dharma. Similar thing was done by Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj gave up his spiritual master and he was cursed. So giving a spiritual master is very bad activity, most sinful activity. But Bali Maharaj gave up because this dharma was against serving Krishna. So he gave up spiritual master. He did so-called adharma. Prahlad Maharaj did so-called adharma by garlanding the killer of his father. So this is the sublime instruction of Bhagavad Gita and the Vedas. Sarv dharmani parityajya. Krishna bhakti kaile sarva karma krit hoye. Hiranyakashipu wanted to train his son Prahlad as a very great king, expert in economics, politics, and all other affairs. But Prahlad Maharaj, and he told, give up your devotional service. But he did not give up, did not listen to father. Ideally, a person is supposed to listen to father without putting any logic. As soon as Lord Ramchandra was told by his father to go to jungle, he did not argue. Immediately he left. He did not tell father, you are henpacked. Similarly, uh, simply uh, some servant has put something in the ears of my mother and then uh, unintelligent decision you are taking, but he did not argue. Father has told something that has to be done, followed in all the respects. Spiritual master and father, if they tell something, that order has to be carried out. A person should not deny this is the dharma. But Prahlad Maharaj, he did not follow. So this is called faith. Krishna Bhakti Kaile Sarva Karma Krit Hoi. We have to develop this strong faith. If I just engage myself in service of Krishna, all other dharma, duty, everything is performed very nicely. So this faith is required. So a faithful man, when a person has this faith and is absorbed in transcendental knowledge, and one more thing is required. What is that? Subdues his senses. So subduing senses is always very important. Then a person can attain supreme spiritual peace. 
Nowadays, all of us are letting loose our senses. Entire economic development means just let your senses more and more loose. While you're sleeping at night, keep on watching movies, eat more, eat anything and everything, anywhere, wear anything and everything, anywhere. Whatever you want, inside the house, outside the house, any activity, any time, any place you can do. Let lose your senses. And thus we can see clearly. So who tells Bhagavad Gita is fiction? We can see sense enjoyment has increased and depression, anxiety, stress has also increased. So you have to control the senses. You have to live a simple lifestyle. When you are living a very, very simple lifestyle, barely maintaining body and soul together, then you will be most happy. Happiness is inversely proportional to sense enjoyment, directly proportional to Krishna's sense enjoyment. But Prabhu, it is very difficult to have such a faith that Krishna Bhakti Kaile and this thing. So how to have this faith to Prabhupada is answering. One is called a faithful man who thinks that simply by acting in Krishna consciousness, he can attain the highest perfection. Do not think you will lose something. Oh, if I chant this much, then my boss will not be happy. My other colleague, he'll produce more and better reports than me. He'll get better promotion. And thus I will lose in my life. I will lose some marks in my life. I may lose on relationships. Nothing is lost. Highest perfection is achieved in all respects by engaging in service of Krishna. So this faith is attained. How? By discharge of devotional service. Sevaya. So that is why seva is very, very important. So I was discussing with one devotee that Prabhu, how did you become brahmachari sometime back? And how you came in touch? So you explained in this way, I came in touch. And uh, actually, nobody told me to become Brahmachari. And I did not read many books also. Some small books or other books I had read. But then I was very rigorously engaged in serving Krishna. So automatically, I told Prabhu that, Prabhu, I want to become Brahmachari only. I want to follow this path. And today is very nice devotee serving very nicely, sincerely. So there won't be any need even to tell you or tell somebody that you please Again, not that everyone has to become Brahmachari, Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vana, Prastha, wherever you are situated. So nobody needs to tell you that surrender to Krishna completely. But automatically, this knowledge will be awakened from the heart when we engage in devotional service of Krishna. And unless a person engages in service, you may finish Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Bhakti Rasamrita, Sindhu, nothing will happen. Basic realization will not happen in life. So this faith is attained. Please note, Sevaya, Lord Krishna has mentioned in 4.34. Same thing Prabhupada is reiterating. By discharge of devotional service, doing devotional service is important. And along with Seva, Prabhupada is mentioning, and by chanting, chanting is also very important Seva. So this specific Seva is also important. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, which cleanses one's heart of material dirt. And one more thing, over and above this, one should control the senses. So if you are chanting very nicely, if you are doing seva also nicely, but four regulative principles you are breaking, senses are not under control, then again, we will remain always under confusion. Clarity will not come in life because it is addiction. We are indulging in material addictions. So we have to engage in service of Krishna very nicely, rigorously, chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra, and over and above this, Sanyatendriyaha, Lord Krishna has mentioned here, one should control his senses. Controlling senses means following four regulative principles very, very strictly. So when we do this thing, automatically this faith will come. 
nobody has to come externally and tell and if a person is indulging in all these breaking regulative principles and not doing seva how much ever a person can speak it doesn't strike us the spiritual instruction so in this way we can develop this faith and when we have this faith then the result is very quickly not for a long time so this bhakti yoga is so very powerful for regular process of yoga prabhupada explained to his disciples valmiki did 60000 uh, vishwamitra also did 60000 years of tapasya and prabhupada told the same advancement of 60000 years a person can have in one week of sankirtana so this sankirtan mission is so very powerful so and anybody can become faithful somehow or the other if a person is able to develop faith he is able to surrender engage in seva very nicely control senses very soon in a matter of few days as some of you would have realized that you are very new in krishna consciousness you do not know much even without faith chaitanya charitamrita says this sadhana bhakti is so powerful the process of these rules and regulations what has been given to us the sadhana bhakti is so powerful especially the five elements chanting the holy names hearing bhagavatam associating with devotees living in the holy place and there is one more element in that hearing bhagavatam living in the holy place deity worship yes so if a person engages in either of these five elements even without faith he can perceive the presence of lord very soon very quickly he attains supreme spiritual peace so an extraordinary process has been given to us ordinarily it takes many many lifetimes thousands of years but if a person is faithful he follows this process nicely very quickly in a matter of days he attains the supreme spiritual peace it depends upon us how eagerly we want to apply ourselves to this process so this is the destination of a faithful man very quickly not for a long time achirena 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 means long achirena means very quickly he will attain supreme spiritual peace and agyascha ashradhana ashraddhanascha sanshayatma vinashyati nayam lokosti na paro na sukham sanshayatmanaha so it was so unfortunate to hear some people are telling atheist is not a spiritualist and theist is also not a spiritualist why because both are convinced about something some knowledge if you are convinced about something that means you are not a spiritualist spiritual life means always keep on questioning 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 and searching 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 how foolish always remain skeptical always remain doubtful so foolish krishna is telling what is the destination of a doubtful man second line vinashyati sanshayatma vinashyati he is destroyed a person who is doubtful so lord krishna mentions ignorant and faithless persons who doubt the revealed scriptures do not attain god consciousness for the doubting soul there is happiness neither in this world nor in the next so this material world is dukhalayam as we discuss even after doing good activities having name fame money success a person is in stress so if you are working hard thinking that by doing some adjustment i'll become happy we can please remove this eliminate this thought completely from our mind rest assured we are never going to be happy in this world on material platform we have to change the platform because lord krishna is telling dukhalayam i have created this world as dukhalay as abode of miseries so if you are thinking by 
engaging in some relationship with any person in this world i'll be happy if i marry this person i go away from this person i save somebody i kill somebody i'll be happy by killing a goat i'll be happy by saving my dog i'll be happy by doing this job getting this promotion i'll be happy please see from your life your personal experience also by doing all these endeavors for 5 10 8 15 20 60 70 years are we happy that is the law of this world we can never be happy and for the doubting soul shila prabhupad explains he is even more unhappy anyway the world is full of unhappiness dukhalayam on material platform a doubting soul remains more miserable in this miserable world so that is why a person who is doubtful who is faithless for him there is no no help faith is required everywhere as we discussed doctor you have to surrender he will cut open your heart do surgery but we have to surrender find a doctor if a person is always doubtful doctor may not kill me doctors are dishonest they will take out kidneys then he will keep on suffering from the disease chronic disease when he puts faith in doctor agreed 90% of doctors are corrupt they may charge excess money but there is no other way find a good doctor and surrender so maximum spiritualists so called spiritualists are cheaters agreed but nevertheless you have to find a genuine spiritualist spiritual master without surrendering there is no relief so krishna is telling sanshay atma vinashyati for doubting soul there is happiness neither in this world nor in the next world in the next life perpetually he will remain unhappy so this is very wrong philosophy always remain skeptical doubtful krishna is telling gyanam teham savigyanam i am giving you definite knowledge when krishna is definitely ascertaining it means krishna is also not a spiritualist krishna is a materialistic person krishna is clearly telling this is god this is soul this is jiva so please don't fall for all such philosophies so a faithful person attains supreme spiritual peace by doing seva chanting and controlling the senses doubtful soul is more miserable in this miserable world therefore one who has renounced the fruits of his action whose doubts are destroyed by transcendental knowledge and is situated firmly in the self is not bound by works o conqueror of riches so krishna tells arjuna so please act but renounce the fruits of your activities because ultimately fruits will not bring you happiness when you give up the fruits for krishna you will get transcendental knowledge that will give you happiness so if you are giving up the results of your activities and you get transcendental knowledge by which your doubts are destroyed then you will not be sinful for any kind of killing that you do on this battlefield therefore the doubts which have arisen in your heart heart out of ignorance should be slashed by the weapon of knowledge armed with yoga o bharata stand and fight so thus krishna has concluded please do not stop doing activity fearing that you will have some sinful reaction no because you are doing this activity as a sacrifice for me you will be giving up the results of this war also for my satisfaction please rest assured you will not get any sin if you do any activity for the satisfaction of krishna then we are not bound by any sinful reaction this is the conclusion of this chapter